Kirk. Welcome to the show. Let's get this party started. I'm here. Hopefully y'all had a great day today. I'm here. It wouldn't be allegedly because he was charged. Welcome to speak. I'm Welcome to speak. I'm Why there must be some good wings. I'm Who you with, Kirk Dog? Welcome to speak under with who you with, Kirk Dog. I'm M. Who you with, Kirk Dog? Man, I hope everybody is having a great day today. You already know what today is. It's Thursday. My girl's in the house. Tonight, Miss Risky. Miss Risky, hey. how you doing tonight? Exhausted as ever. <laughs> <laughs> it been a been I am not growing old gracefully, that's for sure. <laughs> been a busy week for both of us because we haven't talked not one time this week, which is crazy because normally we talking and texting each other and finally we start doing it today. I said, Boy, but hey, we here though. We here. Um, you ready to go and get started? Because we have a lot of stuff we're going to cover tonight. So yeah, we're so, not mess around. So you know, I, I'm sure you've all seen that uh, today we lost a legend, Cicely Tyson. Yeah, uh, yeah. She was born in uh, December 19, 1924, um, at the age of 96, and her career spans 40 years. Uh, so she's an Emmy and Tony winning actress uh, mm-hmm. at one point uh, from uh, 81 through 88. Uh, she was married to Miles Davis. Um, she got her first Emmy nomination or Emmy award at, in uh, 1974 for the memorable autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. I'm sure we've all seen that movie. Uh, she debuted though uh, in 1957 in the uh, in the movie Twelve Angry Men. Um, uh, she was been nominated 16 times in her career as a supporting actress in 1994 for an adaptation of the oldest living Confederate widow tells all, and nominated five times for guest actress in the drama for How to Get Away with Murder. In 1973, she received an Oscar uh, nomination for uh, Martin Ritt's drama Sounder. Um, but despite all of these things, her onstage and uh, films, uh, most of her best work is done in television. Uh, like I said, Miss Jane Pittman, uh, Roots, the Wilhelmina or the Wilma Rudolph story, King, the Martin Luther King story. When No One Would Listen, A Woman Called Moses, The Marvel Collins Story, The Women of Brewster's Place, uh, the, and, and it just goes on and on. Uh, so she will be, her presence will be missed. Uh, she's done a lot in her 40-year uh, career, or yeah, 40-year career, and it's, it just sucks, you know, but it's just, that's just the way it, it goes. Uh, but she will be missed. Yes, she will. And plenty of memories to remember of um, Cicely Tyson. Um, man, I used to love her in um, How to Get Get Away with Murder when she played her mama. Yeah. <laughs> that was gangster, but she will be missed. Um, take your crown, sister. You 
you've done a lot of great things and and reached back and brought other young actors up. So yeah, we appreciate you. And um, man, that's a that's a hard one. Ninety six years old. Okay. Um, I'll do my history lesson real quick. This one's short. Uh, this one will be on Richard Spikes, um, born October 2nd, 1872 uh, through Janu uh, January 22nd, 1963. So Richard Spikes was born in Dallas, Texas. Homeboy. Whoop, whoop. What up? <laughs> he was the fifth of nine children. He learned to cut hair in his father's barber shop and then became a public school teacher in Beaumont, Texas. On October 8th, 1900, uh, he married uh, Lula Bell Charlton, the daughter of ex-slave Charles Napoleon Charlton who co-founded the first public school for African-Americans in the city of Beaumont. Shortly after the marriage, he and his family moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and then later Bixby, Arizona, where he operated a barber shop, uh, but eventually he opened up a saloon. Uh, he became dissatisfied with how draft beer was dispensed from kegs. And guess what he developed? He developed a variations of pressure dispensers uh, for uh, beer taps, which uh, the first one was patented April 9th, 1907. <laughs> yeah. The patent was used, uh, was pat uh, purchased by Milwaukee Be Be Brewing Company, and variations of the inventions are still in use today. In October 11, 1910, he invented a self-locking rack for billiards. A decade later, December 14, 1920, while living in Fort Bragg, California, he successfully patented a trolley pole arrester. The device would automatically pull down the pole when the circuit is broken to prevent uh, the breaking of the trolley wire and injuring the, the pole. He also invented uh, more items over 40 years, including combination milk bottle openers and cover. Um, in uh, 1926, a device to obtain uh, sample temperatures of tank liquids for automobiles. And, and, and in about uh, 1931 through 1932, he improved gear shifts uh, transmission systems. Um, in 1950, uh, he invented a horizontal swinging barber's chair. And finally, in 1962, an automatic brake safety system. His innovations enhanced uh, turn-of-the-century inventions uh, of automatic transmissions. He also is credited with patenting an automobile signature signaling system, turn signals, uh, which nobody uses nowadays, <laughs> in 1910, and he died at the age of 86. So, yeah, he's done a lot, but, you know, important thing, draft beer you know, <laughs> and turn signals, which are supposed to help people 
on the roads, but again, not used really the way they're supposed to be used. Then and also the transmission, which mm -hmm. is really good. Because um, yeah. without the transmission, we may still be riding on old ponies. <laughs> Listen, we'd still be stopping on cars with our feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good history right there. With your spikes. You see, I told y'all a lot of big things have came come out of Dallas. And yeah. he was born and raised here in Dallas. So um, so that's good information, Risky. Um, I don't know if I did it or not. I don't think I did because I know we have a packed night. But want to welcome everyone to the show. Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter. D Live is up in the house. Uh, Radio, TCAP, welcome to the show. I see plenty of people that is on the show. You can live chat with us during the show. So don't be afraid to chat. We don't bite. So <laughs> I've already ate dinner, so I'm not hungry. So I'm good. Um, so you can definitely live chat with us. Um, since we're talking about a Dallas home, boy, we're going to stay in the Metroplex just for a little bit. Um, I'm sure y'all have heard over the news by now. Uh, a couple of days ago, a young lady, Ryan Massey, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her name right. Um, she was killed. She was working for Uber Eats. She wasn't robbed. She was, They didn't take the food. And of course, you know, using Uber Eats, everything is done on the app. Um, but she was killed by... I just came out by two 14-year-old mm -hmm. kids, and they killed her by stabbing her. Now, what really got me was listening to her husband, the challenges they've gone through. Uh, from the time they met, I think they've been together for, I think it was seven years and been married for four years. Correct. And um, but the husband talked about when they first met, they both was homeless. And they went from being homeless, living in a shelter to uh, staying in a hotel to staying in an RV to getting an apartment. Uh, she worked. I think they said she had four jobs. And. And I'm what like, three children? She had how many children? Three? Uh not quite sure. Yeah, I think she, she had, had a couple of kids. Um Yeah, right. three children. She was a okay. mother of three. And they just found her in the breezeway of the apartment complex she was delivering to. Um uh her name was Ryan Muncie. Um and they arrested her, you know. The, the two boys, well, I'm assuming boys, they just said uh, 14-year-olds uh, today. Her husband, uh, Cameron Graham, says she was working as a delivery driver to provide for her. Um, of course, police do believe it was the robbery was the motive, but being someone who has actually been an Uber Eats driver, um, like there's no cash involved. Like, yeah, every once in a while you'll get a couple of dollars here and there, but it's not worth robbing somebody when a lot of the transactions 
are, you know, did, you know, electronic. So it makes no sense. Um, and they say that detectives were able to find evidence that linked the two, oh yeah, two boys. There were two boys um, who were taken into custody by SWAT team on Wednesday. Um, they didn't say what evidence linked the boys to the case, but I'm assuming they probably placed the fake order to that complex to lure her. And of course, it's electronic, so it wouldn't be too hard to figure out where her last, you know, transactions were and who ordered that, you know, meal. Um, because you have to pay. So I'm sure it was easy to find them. Um, right now, the boys are currently uh, being held at Tarrant County Juvenile Justice Center in Fort Worth on charges of capital murder. 14. What are you doing at 14? <laughs> Don't ask me that. <laughs> I wasn't robbing and stealing. I wasn't right. Doing that. Right. You were doing dumb 14-year-old kid stuff. Like yeah. like we all were. Me, I was reading sci-fi with my friends and you know, time life books. Cause yeah, I was a geek or nerd. Exactly. Um also um I was I was having a conversation with my wife the other day and I I, I have a question and I I just want y'all to uh, answer it put it in the chat. When a child do a crime like this should their identity be held from the people? I think at this point, maybe not. Because <laughs> uh, I know with certain crimes, they're like, well, they could have a future. We want their identities withheld to protect the children because you do dumb stuff when you're a kid. Well, this is murder. Like, and, and, you know, in cases of like rapes and murders, you know what? No, you do adult things and crimes. Guess what? You get treated like criminals. Plaster your face everywhere. You, you know, you did that thing. Exactly. You, you did it. You owned, you know, that's, and you should be treated accordingly. But like robbery, stuff like that, sure, keep their identity safe because, you know, they could turn out to be like Christian and, you know, turn somebody else's life around. But for murders and rapes and things like that, no. No, you get treated like an adult. Well, it's the same like that here, uh, radio. He said in Canada, you cannot publish the name of any offender under 18. But when you're talking about commit murder, uh, and basically they called this lady out here to do that uh, for whatever reason, allegedly, um, allegedly to murder her. Uh, because the thing is, they did not take the food they didn't she it didn't look like it was a robbery so what other reason would you murder her let her go exactly there was no reason she had no cash on her like the only thing you could get out of her is probably her phone exactly and she's delivering food and i don't think she's going to carry her purse with her to do a quick run to drop off some food um exactly so um, so it, it, it just, um, I don't, I don't understand it. It's, I, I feel personally when a child do something like this, 
And you know, the chances of them getting out is very slim because they have committed the murder and it, I don't see it happening. So I think, and, and I feel that when it's a, a crime like this, maybe, hey, why protect them? Because in certain cases, once they turn 16 or 17, they can be charged as adults. And they may actually charge them as an adult. It, it really depends on the court system. So. Yeah, because a lot of times it's like if they charge them like that, they'll start out in juvenile facilities. And then when they turn 17, 18, they go to the big, big boy jails. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so uh, like, they're going through that. Class her faces. Yeah, praying, praying for her family, her husband, the kids, because um, this never should have happened. And I'm not sure what time of day it was. Um, the question is, though, if it was who was supervising? It really doesn't matter what time of day, because I mean, even in my past when I've done Uber Eats, there were some questionable locations, and I'm like, at one point, I was like, mm, I don't think this feels right. <laughs> But then the people meet you outside because it's like, this is a trap. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, had, uh, I don't know if I ever told you when I did Uber uh, part time, it was actually um, uh, kind of over in uh, off of Cedar Spring in that area. And I went to pick up this young lady, and her and her boyfriend got into a young kid who was going to SMU to be an attorney. Well, he didn't want her to leave, so he decided to stand in front of my vehicle. And I'm like, dude, move. And what I really wanted to do was um, bring, bring, bring that other side of me out, but I didn't. I kept my peace. I said, cool. So I said, look, man, move. I'm going to call the police. I ended up calling the police. Uh, he finally moved. And when they showed up, they was like, well, it's nothing we could really do. He didn't really commit a crime after they talked to him. But then again, this man is holding me from keeping me from leaving. Exactly. And kept getting in front of my vehicle. I kept backing up, trying to go around him. He jumped in front of him. If I would have hit him, then what? So, yes, um, but I got the laugh laugh that night. Key, <laughs> best advice I could give anybody. If you know you are dirty, don't act a fool. Don't act a fool. So kind of find out this guy had a warrant out. <laughs> so when they locked him up, because I parked right across from the car wash, but I could watch him made sure they did their job. And when they locked them up, I pulled up to the to the street for when they passed by me. He looked at me. And I followed them probably a mile or so. And I I kept looking in the back seat like <laughs> now the young lady she took off and started running once she knew I had 
had called the police because she had a warrant out. Of course, because she's smart. I said, man, these fool. I know. But, That's why I stopped. I I didn't. I stopped deliver like taking transporting people once you know because I did it once they started transitioning to food and people because you can make almost more money delivering food. Yeah. Um, like the my last affair, uh, the dude was like, "No, turn here is quicker," and it was like alleys. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm going through the, where the GPS tells me to go, and he was just like, I don't know, he was just controlling. And just, it just didn't, like, I just wanted him out of my car. And that's when I vowed, I was like, you and your golf clubs, get out. You're going to be here <laughs> wherever it is in Vegas to go golfing. And that was the last time I took people. Because I was like, no, people are too squirrely. Yeah. I, I got out of it because I end up getting a ride from DFW. And it went way to Waco. Exactly. <laughs> Pay good going. Right. But still, you coming back and, and I'm like. Now, I did pick up a, I think I either picked up one or two rides in Waco. But then I came back home. I ended up dead hitting all the way back home. And I'm like, I argue with Uber. I'm like, hey, yeah, I need to charge them round trip for something like this. I know, like, and I thought my long trip from Irving to McKinney was long, but that was just 40 minutes. Yeah, that, that ride was, paid. It was $35, but, you know. Yeah, that ride paid almost yeah. $100. Right, yeah. it's like airport and McKinney. I was like, yeah, I can do that, but I hate driving to the airports. Oh, I used to love it. I hate it. It's too complicated. You can't. It's too many things. Yeah. But I was cool, but then you get some of these folks think they own your vehicle. No, no, no. Right. I don't have time for that. No, 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 no. So, people who don't know where they're going, which terminals. I was like, you're going to the airport. Which terminal? Those are important things I, I need to know. It's left. And then one of them saying left, one saying right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go here. No, that's the wrong. Dir- well, you, next time, be on it. You're getting dropped off here. Bye. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you figure it out. They have they have shuttles. <laughs> Get to where you need to be. <laughs> be like, hey, there you go. But hopefully, um, uh, that husband. I know they have a GoFundMe account uh, set up to pay for the funeral arrangement and to help the family. So hopefully, um, I want to say they made a uh, I think sixty five thousand. Oh, it's up that much now? Because I, I think so. I think I seen it was at thirty seven or something. Oh. But either, in there, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> there's no telling. Um but hey, but then again, maybe GameStock or AMC can can help them out. I know with that search. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um oh, I bought were good. <laughs> I like I like and and you know what's crazy? I, I almost bought GameStop stock last year sometime. But I knew they was they was in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm they're not, like closing stores. Exactly. Filing bankruptcy. Stores. And then all of a sudden now? What's going on, GameStop? They said that GameStop three largest shareholders earn over two billion. But how they shutting down stuff? 
I don't know. I need to see their books because you shut down almost all the stores and locations. Like there's one down the street for me. And I don't know if the one that's like mild, like in the next city is open or closed, but they're closing down shops. Like, come on now. Well, the thing is, um, I was lit. I was reading about this story and they said basically head funds companies end up investing uh pour all this money into it to raise the stock and then um but do not get happy i'm gonna tell you now <laughs> do not get happy and invest in these stocks because it's gonna level back off and even today uh robin hood stopped trading um, GameStop and AMC. Now they're going to start back tomorrow, but it's going to be limited. So if you need a uh, Robinhood uh, referral key, well, both of us can get a stock. Hit me up. I'll send you my referral key. We both can get a stock, a random stock. And I'm going to tell you now, um, the random stock that Robinhood gave me, that stock is doing pretty good. So Listen, I started doing stocks. What was it last year? Like, you know, it's been uh, a couple of years. Seriously, yeah, it's a couple of years. And then one of the stocks I forgot about, and I just got it because it said apps. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, oh, apps. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> that little uh, two dollar uh, investment is now like sixty three dollars a share now. <laughs> so I like more than doubled my investment in the two years that I've had it. Um, but they're digital turbines. So it's like pretty much apps are never going away. And I was pretty much right. It's like every app that uh, platform goes through that company. Like they pretty much, that's the gateway for all apps and apps are not going away. So I was like, ha ha, maybe that could be my Amazon stock. <laughs> so yeah. Um and then on top of that, um I had a stock idea like that when Facebook went public. I tried to get in with them, but it raised up so quick. Yeah. And I I couldn't do it. So I had this money in this account then. I got an alert talking about, hey, we've been over a year, you need to do something with this money or lose it. So I bought this one particular stock. I paid for it, and I was like, I forgot about it. Yeah. One day, I decided to just go look at it, and uh, um, this is not good. To just go look at it, and uh, hold on real quick. Um, to go look at that stock, and um, as I went to look at that stock, this stock is doing good. It's and I didn't buy that much of it. Oh, but, I did not. Well, so I, hopefully you can help me get to Oktoberfest in Munich, Germany one year. <laughs> and uh, it was, um, so the stock itself actually doing very good. And I just used the money I put in, in there for uh, Facebook. And I was like, all right, I just spent this no money, whatever it was. And right now, today, I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, 
um, I got all type of stuff going on. Uh, right now, today is actually pretty good. I can't complain at all. Uh, I think the biggest uh, uh, surge we're going to see coming up, especially with the vaccine coming on the scene, are travel um, stocks. Um, I just bought some st- uh, stock with Carnival because uh, I was like, people are going to want to get away. <laughs> Even exactly. if they're on a boat, they don't care. They want to get away and drink and not think about what's going on. So I've, been, that. I've been having American stock for some time, but a little bit of Pfizer, you know, just a little because I think they only they cap you on how many shares you can buy. Yeah, because they know they're going to continue making money. Yeah. Uh, that stock I'm talking about, I paid $4.47 a share for it. Right now, it's at $87.52. Um, and I'm like, hey. I can't wait for the weed stocks to Because <laughs> I got a lot of those. I've been, I've been yeah, losing. Uh, I've been losing on my weed stock. Well, we all have because they, you know, they didn't do, you know, because of the orange man, a lot of things suffered and didn't progress. But I think, I think with this new wave, I think it's going to do something. And a few of the companies, they're like pioneers. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep rolling in there because I have a feeling that's going to be my Amazon stock. Like one day I'm just going to wake up and it's like 2000 a share. <laughs> but you know, a girl can dream. Well, hey, my girl was like, "How did your Amazon stock go?" I was like, "Woman, we can't afford Amazon." <laughs> exactly, and <laughs> see that, <laughs> and and that's one thing I like about uh, Robin Hood. I'm not, uh, um, they're no not pro- not promoting them. But one thing about Robin Hood. They have it. If you cannot buy a full share of stock, mm-hmm. you can actually just um, uh, buy a portion of it, a dollar amount of it. And I did that with a uh, Bitcoin, and it's doing good. So I'm just saying. Oh, so I can get Amazon stock with Robinhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I tell you about Robin. I'm gonna send you my link. Well, no, I you. have Robin. Like I had it, but I don't use it. Because my poker mother told me about it. That's how she trades. But I didn't know they did, like, you know, down payments. Well, let me just say this. Robin Hood, if you're listening, um, (laughs) we always looking for sponsors. So I'm just saying. Um, Radio said, uh, welcome to the show, Julian Squirrel. Uh, Radio said, uh, I invested in a company that can invent a, a quiet leaf blower. There's a Canadian stock I've been looking at. It's a green energy. I'm just watching it right now. But I was like, I may invest in some of that if I can. Because I know they have extra fees when you do uh, non-American stocks and things like that. It's weird. So, yeah, fun times. Invest, people, if you can. Exactly. And um, Julian Square said, I sold all... Of my weed stock in 2018 when legalization came in. That's when you should have kept it. <laughs> you should have kept it then. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride that. Like I'm keeping mine as my stocks fed, and hopefully there's a surge. And then listen, because I plan on like I have what 
another few years before I want to retire at 45. Yes, I'm old. Um, but, you know, hopefully my book writing or something will pop off and so I can, you know, write full time. So. Okay. Save the market crash. Well, I'm going to tell you now because that's how Risky and I became friends. We were sitting at poker one night playing poker and she started telling my stocks and she was like, you need to invest in weed stock. So I invested in some. I just been leaving it there, even though I've been taking a loss on it. Yeah, but, we are. Yeah. But I, I just feel like one day it's going to take off. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, things are starting to, you know, open up. But I think that's going to make us, you know, at least some thousand heirs. <laughs> Hundred heirs. <laughs> exactly. See, that's another thing. I was just going to say up in Canada, because I forgot the name of that um, place in California, um, something red, some some type of weed or something, but a, a, a corporation. And in Canada, you can actually um, uh, buy stock into that company. And it, I was looking at that. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was trying to trying to get some, and they said, no, 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 you're not in Canada. I said, oh. Well, no, one of the stocks I have, like um, their company, it, they have business in Canada, Mexico, and Nevada. Um, and it was one of those innovative, like, they only, they're the only companies that does this. And I was like, that could be a game changer. So I invested in that stock. So hopefully one day that I'm going to pay off. <laughs> exactly. And also while we're talking about it, AMC stock. AMC was on the verge of closing their doors. They made over a billion dollars due to their stock increasing. I think it said a stock went up. Um, I want to say I think I read 300%. And I almost bought some of that when the pandemic started. I said, no, it's going to be a while for the movies to come back. I wish I would have bought it. Yeah, doing a lot of streaming things. Exactly, and that was one of the reasons why I didn't. And um, um, I didn't. I went by by what um, Risky told me. She said, "Hey," because I looked at the analysts on the stocks. <laughs> I'm like, "Hey," she she, she suggested so she did, that I did because I was like, "Well, let me see first what the projections are." <laughs> And I didn't buy a whole bunch because it was so cheap. I said, you know what? I'm going to just put X amount of dollars on it. I didn't. I just drunk it. Like, I would have just bought wine. Well, what I did, because I ended up buying, like, uh, what you told me at first, some of the supplies to do it. And with that being said, it was actually, I have a lot of them, but they were so cheap. Um, one of them I have 86 shares, the other one I have, no, I take that back. Um, one of them I had like 29 shares, the other one 12 shares. Um, so I was like, I just invest $50, whatever it was, just to try it out. I had some extra money in, in my account and I just tried it out. But that other stock is the one that's keeping it afloat. So I'm like, cool. Um, 
Oh, I know he's rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know he is in Microsoft. Um, all right, now we're going to get over to the. Oh Lord, we're going to go that way. I'm. I know I'm gonna get some more messages on YouTube. I appreciate everybody that goes and listen to the uh, watch the show on YouTube. I love your comments. Um, I, I I love your comments. It's okay for us to agree and not agree, and especially since I did the show last night talking my duckless um, Mackie. Um, a lot of people kind of upset about that, but it's okay. That's the great part about being in America. We have the rights to agree and disagree, and it's okay. Um, and I'm all right with it. We don't agree with everything, but like I said in my response, if you just stick around, you might learn something. Because the only thing we're going to talk about is truth on this show. We will not talk about conspiracy theory. So definitely uh, stick around and, and, and interact with us on the show. Just like uh, Julia Square, my first time seeing them on the show. And guess what? They actually interacting with us, sending in questions, and and that's what it's all about. Um, they said I was buying shares over two years. Every week, just buying shares, $50, 200 whatever I had on hand. In the end, I had a 1,000 of shares in some company. This is not right with me. Stock is kind of like going to a casino. You you only want to put in what you expect to lose. Yeah, if you're not going to miss it, go for it. Like I said, it was just like I would buy cases of wine at a time. So I was like, oh, it's just wine money. So let me at least, you know, invest in my future or, you know, in some businesses. So it's like, you know, gambling. Like, why not? Yeah, and like one good thing about Robinhood, and I'm gonna stop talking about them unless they're gonna call and decide to be a sponsor of the show. But one last thing about Robinhood, I have it set up for uh, every month when I get the profit, I invest it back into that stock. So those stocks that I did not buy a full portion, I'm gonna eventually get there. So. That's a good thing. Like I said, if you're interested in Robert Hood stock, I'll let me. I'll send you the link. We both get a free stock and go from there. Um, uh, you know what? And I missed the Canadian Solar Inc. It's up. It's, it's up. Now I can't afford it. <laughs> I knew I should have got in. <laughs> well, <I could. laughs> Wait a minute. So what now? It's at 57.48 uh, a share now. Oh wow! I, I don't go on like I have. I invest on two different sites, uh, one with my bank and one with Fidelity. So Fidelity, I have all like all my watch list items that I trade with, and I have a lot of stuff on there. And I was like, oh wait, mm-hmm. let me check this out since we're talking about stocks. <laughs> Energy um, man, that's gonna be the way to go. Uh, Julian mm-hmm. said it's better than the than going to to a casino. It's really not gambling. However, I know I've won two grand at the penny slot. It is a rigged game. It, it's it's a it's it's 
it's a roll of the dice mm -hmm. because you don't know what the stock market may do. Mm -hmm. Look at it. If everybody knew that stock was going to go up yesterday with GameStop and AMC, everybody would have been buying it. But we don't yeah, know. I don't think I would. Well, I would have. I should have bought it last year, and I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back and wait." I should have bought it when it was like two dollars a share, <laughs> but I decided not to. So, um, <clears throat> so that's good. So, um, man, <laughs> Ennis Westover. I know, yeah, I'll probably ask him who is Dennis Westover. He's a 71 year old Stop the Steel mega supporter. He was arrested in the middle of the intersection near the Rayburn House office building with a gun and had ammo in the car over at the Capitol. Um, he said he wasn't happy about the election. That's the reason why he showed up there. So I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm like, why? Because um, um, I don't understand at this point, the election is open. Right. The swearing in is over. Trump is down in Florida on the golf course somewhere. Enjoying and, cocaine, allegedly. <laughs> I seen a picture of him. And that rug did not look golden no more. Well, he like, doesn't have the presidential stylus anymore. Oh, look, I said, wait a minute, is that his hair? I'm trying to blow the picture up. I'm like... It's cotton candy. Like, we all know it's cotton candy. I know oh, cotton candy. I love cotton candy. <laughs> now, I did see another picture of him, a video of him yesterday. Um, this, um, I guess they had a bald eagle when he first got elected, and he was trying to hold it, but the eagle started, like, trying to attack him. And uh, Trump, he put his hand on top of his head like this. And um, and the guy was like, oh, make sure your hair is straight. And Trump whispered something. I couldn't hear what he said. I kept going back several times trying to pay attention to it. But it sounded like, like no, don't touch that. <laughs> I get it. It, it looked kind of cricket on him. So I was like, boy, but that ball either was going after him. And the, and the comment was, I guess, that he could knew. <laughs> knew he wasn't right. So, um, but definitely at this point, there should be no problems with the election. Yeah, people is going to talk about it, going to say it was rigged, it was fraud, but you got to realize where your sources coming from. And Trump lied to us about everything, lied to us about the pandemic, no, lied to yeah. us lied to us about Mexico paying for the wall, lied to us about Hillary Clinton getting locked up for the emails. And people got to open your mind and think and realize this man, every time he opened up his mouth, he lies. Why do you think Twitter finally banned him 
And they talked about banning him before they did it, just for the simple fact, because they gave him enough respect because he was the president. That's why they did not ban him beforehand. So this man would lie for every thing. You can tell him, man, it's dark outside. No, it's not his sunlight. You don't see that sun shining there? No, that's the moon. And he'll and he'll he's so good at it, he will convince you oh, that it's the sun. It is like midnight, so maybe that is the sun. Oh, the sun is coming up. That's, that's exactly what it is. Uh, <laughs> Julie, you said imagine how bored Trump must be now that he have taken that they have taken away his favorite toy Twitter. Isn't he like trying to develop a new thing? Like some uh, social media thing. <laughs> what was what was he trying to uh, start up, or was it just a, a club or organization for ex presidents? Well, he have an office in Florida yeah. called um, Former President Trump Office or something. Right, and then he was like trying to do some kind of online, like have an online presence somewhere and create something. Taller or somewhere, I don't know. It wasn't taller. It was something. And I was like, really? Who are you going to get to work on that? Like, I would love to see that, that site. But then here's the funny thing. Then the Trumpets would be like, look at all his followers. (laughs) They're just curious to see what's on it. (laughs) Like, I follow Donald Trump on Twitter. I do, too. I do, too. I follow on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. I didn't. I don't follow him on Facebook because that time they tried to do me a survey. I said no, I'm good on that one. So I don't follow him on Facebook, but on Twitter, Instagram, I do follow. I'm, I had to see for myself. Did he really tweet that? I got to get some jokes in because I'm like, look, this dude is a trip. So that's why I followed him. But all the Trumpets like he's got 900 million followers. No, we're just curious. <laughs> we follow our enemies. <laughs> See, that's why I don't read radio messages. Um, when, it, when, it, when, it, when it, I, I, I just say, you know what? Uh, exactly. I'm like uh, cotton candy and some uh, some uh, germs, <laughs> amoebas. They're gonna be. It's not a. It's not real hair. It's moss. <laughs> it's it's a sea moss. <laughs> yeah. Silk, silk worms and cotton candy. Um. But yeah, going back to your uh, fella, West. Uh, what's it? Westover. Yeah. Uh, Westover. Um. He, he's supposed to go. Be scheduled to appear in July 1st for his status hearing um, because uh, uh, like you were saying he was caught and he was carrying a pistol and he had 20 rounds of ammo so I don't know what he was going to do with that you know so like what's the point of having all that if you're just lingering and watching the building like they have security they don't need you <laughs> exactly um um, 
Um, exactly. So I'm like 71 and he drove from, um, I think it was from Virginia or somewhere. Let's see, where was he? He drove a pretty good one. I had already taken it off my stream. South Charleston, West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Virginia, so um, police charging them with carrying a pistol without a license outside of a home or business, according to criminal complaints filed with the superior courts of the District of Columbia. Exactly. Um, so once again, like I said, you do the crime, you do the time. I don't care about your age, just pled guilty and was released. But like I said, he's going back. There, you know, his uh, appear, he's going to appear in July to see where his, you know, first status hearing. So we'll see what what happens then. The months run uh, are running together real quick. So like we're almost at the end of uh, into February, and I was like, I didn't even get to enjoy January. <laughs> like, yeah, it's going quick. I'm like, like, like what is going on? This is feeling 2020ish to me. Exactly. Well, I think there are several people. Julian said Donald Trump should have been barred from running for office after he appeared on Alice Jones. Well, that's kind of like uh, what's your hunger name, Marjorie? Um, she did a speech, I guess, in 2016 on Facebook, and it's now deleted. Um, talking about um, well, I'm sure somebody has it. I've seen clips of it, but it was kind of like uh, uh, talking about treason and the price of treason is death and all of this. And I'm like, you know what? Um, and she even mentioned Nancy Pelosi in there. And that's the reason why they saying that they feel like she had something to do with that. And if I'm not mistaken, allegedly she is the one that gave a tour of the White House on January the 5th. And not only that, the White House haven't gave tours since the pandemic hit. But here it is, you giving a tour of the White House the day before the domestic terrorists take place. And that that's why they're saying that they feel that she has something to do with it. And I know I sent you a text earlier and I had to verify before I said anything about it, because one thing about it, we do put out truth. We do not put out false information. And I seen on Twitter earlier that on January the 5th, I don't know if uh, Steve Bannon said it on his podcast or whatever, but January the 5th, he said, all hell is to break loose tomorrow. Just understand this. All hell is going to break loose tomorrow. It's going to be moving and it's going to be quick. That's the day before the terrorist attack at Capitol Hill. So with that being said, and all these, and I keep saying this, all these um, elected officials that want to get Trump off and do not want to hold this man accountable, you are part of the issue and you need to be able to hold this man accountable. Because here it is, they knew what they had planned on doing, but you're saying it's okay. No, hold them accountable. 
And that's all to it. Do your job. Protect America. That's why all these threats keep coming out. Talking about um, they feel that some major things is going to happen. Take these threats serious because Homeland Security put out the alert yesterday. Take it serious because they have firsthand information. So definitely take it serious. Um, Radio said, where do the GOP find these idiots to run for office? That's the key. Homegrown terrorists. Friends of friends. Exactly. Good old boy network. It's about who you know. Look, not just the good old boy, now the good old boy and good old girls network. Um, and I'm still gonna, I'm, I'm, I have two shows I'm gonna do here in the future. One, um, I think it was a news one put out an article the other day of how many brothers that was killed in the last year. And I think it was like 103. So I'm going to do a show on that. And I may end up having to divide it up, do a half up, do some of it one day, announce each one of the brothers and let y'all see for yourself how they was killed and shot down in the street. Uh, unarmed. They may have been running away from the police, but unarmed and shot in the back. Whatever the cause was, it's not right. That's why we're calling for justice, equal justice for all. So we definitely need to make sure we're getting out and vote and hold our local electors accountable. And I know I didn't mention this earlier, but DeSoto, Y'all are in a mayor race right now. Need to get out and vote. Tomorrow and Saturday, um, no, today and Saturday, tomorrow is the last day. I said Saturday, but tomorrow is the last day for early voting. Uh, for the mayor race, you could go to DC3 to vote. And my vote, if I lived in DeSoto, I would uh, vote for Kenzie Moore. Because that brother's straight up honest and he's going to do for the people and not for himself. So that's who I would vote for. So go out, vote at DC3 tomorrow uh, from 7 to 7. And I believe the uh, the regular election may be on the 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. Um, also, uh, Julian said uh, Trump was one of the main factors that pushed the conspiracy narrative. Exactly. Um, once somebody powerful was running thing, all the nutters felt emboldened. I, I, that's why I say all the time on this show, we do not deal with conspiracy. We have people to come in. They want me to click on links and want me to look at this, look at that and get, get upset because I don't. And I don't deal with conspiracy. I deal with facts. And if you cannot understand dealing with facts, hey, that's your problem. I'm only going to deal with uh, facts. So the last comment, uh, Trump was like, he's a reality uh, star. Like he loves the limelight. And that's how he ran his campaign. Like it was a reality show. And that's how he ran in office. Like everything was a reality show. Like, look at me. Look at how outrageous I can be. 
you know, and, and like a little child, he has to be in the spotlight. Yep. I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't done a, a TikTok video. <laughs> that's where he's going to end up. <laughs> like, it's going to be the only platform that's going to allow him on TikTok. So, yeah. what, <laughs> so what would his TikTok be like? Be showing that, be showing that head, be like, "Woo!" You know, somebody actually, somebody photoshopped, um, photoshopped one of his photos. Uh, It was a video, and they made it seem like a a a huge wind came through. Then all of a sudden, that 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 rug flew off and he just had a bald head there. I said, boy, and I forgot who head it was. I told my wife, I said, that's, uh, it was somebody here famous. I said, that's him. I said, boy, but that was funny. So, um, so definitely, um, (laughs) see, that's why I told you, I cannot read radio stuff. Uh, The Republican party has turned into the WWE of politics. Well, wasn't he actually on there? When he, he was. was. Him and Vince Like, it's just crazy. Him and Vince and at one point, they was very close friends. He well, used to come on there all the time. <laughs> I didn't hear your last part. Those conspiring you know what? Yeah. I so, thought Vince wasn't like the secretary of something. <laughs> hey, he, he probably the got the nice stimulus check. Yeah. So what are you sipping on? Water. <laughs> Water. That's that's all I've really been drinking lately. Um every once in a while I may have a juice or something, but right now strictly water. That's it. Nothing. I'm drinking water. Oh. I just said it in German. Oh. It's well, horrible German. I've been practicing. <laughs> well, I think um, probably in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to get me a good drink. Yeah, <laughs> a good drink, drink. So, I need to find somebody to give this gin to because I realize I don't like gin. Well, I I'm always open for donations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always open for donations. You know. Like turpentine. Oh, what type of gin is it? I don't know. I just got it. Is it made? I, is it made in America, Russia? Because mm-hmm. if it's Russia, I don't want it. That I cannot stand. Well, that's vodka for Russia. I cannot stand Russian vodka. That's. I love Russian vodka. I love a. Uh, well, you probably need a good one though. Yeah, probably. Beluga so. is awesome. Listen, Beluga vodka is awesome. Which one? Beluga. It's oh. pricey though. It's pricey, <laughs> a little pricey, but you know it's a good, smooth vodka. Yeah, I I can't. I'm good. I I a good drink I could drink, but that Russian vodka, I can't do it. Must bite because it's supposed to be like water. Oh, say so that's like that Everclear. It'll sneak yeah. up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do Russian standard, which has a a little bit of a bite to it, but um, yeah, but you can you know they have all types of vodkas. So. I guess I've been trying to run ones because the ones I've been trying to tell you like watered down rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
it burns when it go down and it burns by five minutes later. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Julia said it's a scary situation. There is an enemy within at this time, at this at the same time, look at the mess the US government made of Iraq and Afghanistan and the war on terror. Well, we've been fighting the war on terror for years, but now the terrorists have come here. Now we need to fight them and hold them accountable. And we know who they are. And some people are saying that we don't want to um, prosecute because it will hold up the court system. You don't let them go scotch-free. That's kind of like, for instance, the woman in um, California, she owned a, I forgot the name of the shop, a candy shop or something that is real popular in California. She was there. I haven't heard about her getting arrested. I know people protest the store and she had to shut it down. I don't know if she's back open, but she should have been arrested. But then again. Different laws for different, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say it, I'm gonna let you say it. But, but that's how it is. It's a difference between black laws and white laws. And it's a complete difference, so. Um, that's all I'm going to say on that, because we need to hold these people accountable. I don't care who it is. If it was, well, I'm not, <laughs> if it was uh, a close family member out there, I would say the same thing. If you did the crime, you need to do the time. So that's the way I see it. Uh, it would not be a domestic war on terror, but there might be government outreach and censorship. It's a very delicate balance. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I'm like this. You know who they are. Arrest them. And stop giving these folks bail. Exactly. Because if they had brown skin from, with accents, we would not even have seen them. Like they'd be under the jail for months. Not even that. We've seen how they did with a Black Lives Matter uh, movement in Washington. They had National Guard, the uh, state police all on the steps. They didn't have an opportunity. That's why this whole thing sounds fishy to me, because they didn't have that opportunity, which they would not have done it anyway. Now, I've seen some... Ooh, wait, I'm... I'm trying to get back. I've seen some dumb comments. Some folks talking about because Trump said it's Antifa. They're talking about it's Antifa. If you look at the videos from the Black Lives Matter protests, it's the same people. No, it's not. Show me. You might find a couple of the people the same, and then they try to bring up the brother that is still, I think he's allegedly still in jail. Um, the one with the metal baseball bat, I believe he's still in jail, but they try to bring him up. He said he wasn't there to support Trump, but he was there. Stay at home. He, he was part of it. But listen, 
Exactly. So um, while we're talking about what happened in Washington, it came out uh, that a day, I want to say yesterday, uh, Enrico Taro, I know you probably do that name better than me, but <laughs> uh, Proud Board Leaders, leader, he was uh, an informant for the FBI. After his arrest in 2013, he became an informant for them. And I I believe they said he sent um, like 13, 14 people to jail, all from um, trafficking, drug smugglers, illegal casino, um, Medicare and Medicaid scam, because he was arrested for buying, for uh, selling um, phony diabetic strips or something, and he was um, he was actually um, um, and became an informant after his arrest. Now yeah. his statement yeah. is when he was twenty. He was convicted of theft. Yeah, that probably was in it too. Of which he spent 16 months in federal prison. Now, also, there's another thing. Remember back in December before we went on break, and I'm just not seeing this. Um, they say Proud Boy leaders say he burned Black Lives Matter banner, stolen from church during demonstration in D.C. See, the problem is with this whole situation from all the rallies they had in in December leading up into January the 6th. Where were our national security? Where were why they wasn't paying attention to this? And thinking, you know what? Trump keep mentioning January 6th, we need to uh make preparation for it. But at the same time they didn't. They didn't. And this is the results. Um, uh, okay, I, I'm not sure which one you're talking about. If it's the same guy, do you have a uh, that guy name that I have to pull it up because I know you sent it to me. Um, uh, Julian said there was a single individual who was connected to BLM protests. But he wasn't even part of BLM. He had his own organization. Now, see, the funny part about that is a lot of people that shows up for BLM protests, they're not a part of BLM. But because it's a BLM protest, BLM get the bad press for it. It always been old saying here. Um, when you see two or three black people gathered together, they plotting something. So when the BLM protest was going on, that was so easy for them to say, oh, they they did this. It's their fault. All these stores was broken into. But hey, that's um, that's not good at all. I'm trying to find that guy named uh, He's 20 years old. Emmanuel Jackson. 
I believe he's still in jail. Um, the dude that was swinging the meta break, uh, meta bat, we grow ups too. You know, if they just came through, had a big, a big weed bomb and, and just sprayed them with it, they would have calmed down. They would have settled down because, especially if it was that good, good. I'm just saying. Always that. <laughs> well, that's you why I, never shared anything with us. Julius <laughs> um, said he did such a good job. They set him up for the white national gig next. A lot of laugh. Yeah, I'm like this. It's crazy. I've seen several people out there from all background, history background, black, white, Hispanic, Chinese. I've seen a little bit of everybody. But if you will support the people that went inside of the Capitol, you will be charged and you will get caught. They have videos that they are watching. And I think here in the Metroplex, they actually have, have arrested, I think the count yesterday was eight people just from Dallas alone. And one of them was a brother. So, hey, you do the crime, you do the time. I'm like, hey, that's the way I see it. Um, Radio said, if a ride break out, I just leave. Why would you want to stick around? Exactly. I First of all, when I heard the speech that Trump gave, talking about we're going to march down there to to uh, demand they, they change the election, I wouldn't have went, and I never would have been in Washington. But a simple fact, <clears throat> we have a system in place. I'm not saying sometimes fraud don't happen because a couple of cases did come out where fraud did happen. I think it was in uh, Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. And um, uh, Dan Patrick, our lieutenant governor, said he would give a million dollars for anybody who find fraud. Well, I believe Pennsylvania actually found three. And that lieutenant governor is asking for their money. <laughs> so <clears throat> with that being said, they was all Trump supporters. That, that was voting twice to actually try to help him win, which also uh, Trump even told people when the early voting started in West Virginia, I believe, he told them at a speech, maybe you should vote twice. Knowing they came. And for the wars that voted twice, guess what? That man not going to help you. You should have known that from 2016. Uh, during the uh, campaign, when he was telling people, yeah, uh, do whatever you want to and I'll pay your bail. And once he won, people tried to sue him because he didn't do what he said he was going to do. So I'm like, hey, that's, you got to think. He didn't have promises. Well, he didn't do any. <laughs> Uh, everybody who went to the Capitol would have their phone, Wi-Fi, automatic connected to the Capitol, which 
has its own telecom network. The FBI has a list. It's just a matter of time. You may think you got away with it, but it's just a matter of time. Yeah, then that governor didn't want to pay up. Exactly. That's why I say we need a, we the lieutenant governor, we need it. I'm going to go down the list real quick. I say this almost every show. Uh, Greg Abbott, Dan Patrick, Ken Thuggish Paxton, uh, Ted Cruz, they have to go. They have to go. They, when they come up for the re-election, Texas, we need to vote them out. Because they're not for us. Greg Abbott changing his executive order to benefit somebody who violated his executive order. So they have to go. Ken Patson, he got charged with a crime five years ago, haven't seen his day in court yet. And just a couple of months ago, the FBI is investigating him now for what he did during the pandemic. Wanted to freeze the um, the uh, um, uh, foreclosure to benefit his friend. So they they doing things to for themselves. They not for the people. That's why they need to go. Um, so, uh, oh boy, time is rolling. I told you we had a lot of stuff today. Um, the next couple of stories going to be kind of quick. Um, it's going to be kind of quick. As far as I know, he did not. Uh, he didn't, just like uh, they thought he was going to uh, pardon uh, Tiger King, and he didn't pardon him either. <laughs> he wasted all the money for a stretch limo that was like RoboCop looking. Sitting outside the prison in Fort Worth, waiting for him to get out. And he's still there. He wants to still be there. I wonder if he ain't got married again. No, he's still married to that one dude. That little young No, but that dude. dude is with a chick now. Well, they're still married. I don't think he's ever got divorced. Oh, I, I, I seen a documentary after they came out with Tiger King. The guy, no, he's not a bald-headed dude. No, he's with somebody else. No, no, this was the young guy. They were all young guys. Oh. <laughs> He liked them young tenderoni. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was bald who bought teeth. He's with a girl that worked there. He's not with them. He's with another guy with hair. But I thought he, thought, he had, thought he had married that guy. He married all of them. And then the one that accidentally killed killed. Yeah. So he was married to the dude he uh, with the shaggy hair that killed himself when he was married to the bald dude with the no teeth that got teeth and ended up with the girl. But now he's with somebody else. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess. Um, yeah, listen, yeah. He gets, listen, I just want one ring. Like, can I get one? Like, he's been all through <laughs> Oklahoma. You know, <laughs> you, know <laughs> you know, when we first talked about doing um, the dating, virtual dating. Mm-hmm. We kind of, well, I had mentioned about you being a contestant. People keep asking me questions about it. Mm-hmm. 
but I think they want to see someone else do it first. Of course. That's so, what I want. I want to see somebody else do it too. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you wanted to be the first contestant. No, I thought your friend was going to be the first contestant. I have to tell you about that after. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. People reaching out, but they like asking questions, but nobody want to be, don't want to be the first contestant. And I'm like, hey, worst case, best thing about it, you get a meal out of it. Um, Do we have food? Uh, yeah, I could be lured with food. Well, you know, if you find a match, we will provide a virtue dinner for you and that person. We'll have it sent to your home. And I'm uh, looking for a chiropractor. Any chiropractors out there? I need someone who keeps me upright or not so upright. <laughs> I thought you had one. A professional one. I need one to marry. Oh, oh, have to go out. Oh, okay. pay money. Well, send your, send your information in. I need mean, a chiropractor. I think that's going to be next. And if oh. he's Latino, that'd be awesome. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm talking about. Cause I, well, I, I haven't ate it in years, but during the holidays, I love me some good menudo. But I haven't had it in years because I don't try not to eat that type of. Uh, fatty food no more. So, yeah. Um, but I might. I think they would know I'm not on a uh, no fly list. <laughs> um, so racially profiling, we ain't never on those list. <laughs> didn't get a pardon either. Trump threw them under the bus. January sixth, we love you. You're special. January seven, violence is wrong, and these people should go to prison. That's Trump. That is Trump. That's what Trump do. He say one thing and then do something. What's his zodiac sign? Actually, he. I think he is. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I believe. I'm serious. Like I was like, I, it just popped in my head. Yeah, like, his birthday, I believe, is June 14th. If I'm not mistaken, uh, it's June 14th, and I remember that because. Uh, um. Same day as my mom. Yep, June 14th. He's a Gemini. Huh. And a day before or a day after mine. So figures. Um, but I'm not like that. My head. <laughs> I'm not like that, so I'm good. If the date is not going well and you need an out, just tell the other person <laughs> you're on. <laughs> You're on a no-fly list. They sober right there. Well, the thing is about it, radio, what we're trying to do is do it virtual. Kind of how risky it at, at her home. I'm at my home. And what day, you know, if things hit it off. Yeah. Um, what we'll do, we'll bring we'll we'll try to have at least three contestants for um for whoever the person trying to find a date, we'll try to have three contestants on there, and we would ask questions. Like ask, the dating show, like yeah. the dating show, like you know, something light, not too serious. And, like, and if we don't recommend you go out and meet this person, that's why we said we will provide a virtual dinner. So if it's a restaurant, 
that want to sponsor this, hey, I let us. We looking for sponsors too. Um, I didn't like know. Sorry, what? I said, I like street tacos. <laughs> oh, you're a bit easy, baby. And I'm like, shoot. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'd be like, I sent it in a heartbeat. Oh, listen, I saw a picture. It was like a Valentine's, and it was street tacos in the shape of a heart. And I was like, I want that. Oh wow! I know uh, Pizza Hut. They, I think it's Pizza. One of those pizza places that's a heart. Pizza Hut. No, I won't mention your name. We we looking for sponsors, so holler at us. But um. Some pizza place they they will do a heart shaped pizza um, for Valentine, but uh, do you guys broadcast today? What we will do, we will broadcast the questions and see this. This the reason why it's so safe because if somebody's lying saying they're single and they're not, you're gonna be on live video. And we're seen all across the world. So if you lying about it, somebody's going to recognize you. So that's why it's important that you are upfront, honest, and single. Um, and the way to do it, you can actually um, <clears throat> send an email in. Send an email because I'm telling people, look, emails only. I will answer some questions, but send an email to be a part of it. And tell us what you're looking for. Whatever your preference is, let us know. Put it in there. And what we're going to do, we're going to cater questions toward that. Because we're going to ask some hard questions. Whoever the person is that needs a date is going to ask some questions. And we have a list of questions we're going to ask. And uh, all the contestants. So. Uh, so it's it'll be a good thing. Now, as for the the date itself, we will ask them to send a short video or something, and we'll put a piece on there for people can see and I see how it is. And we'll have them come back. They will come back and tell us what they think about the person right. after the date. And if they need a do over, <laughs> like the dating game, be like. Exactly. No conspiracy the- uh, theorists can enter. Exactly. So, but I could just imagine. Can you imagine? <laughs> they, they, they do this virtual dating. They be like, you know, I was talking to him, and I kept seeing some walking up on the wall behind him or something. <laughs> be like, I didn't know what that was. Then I, I feel like those videos where they're like they're doing like these uh, TikTok videos and cockroaches are all on the wall, crawling on the food, in someone's hair. <laughs> yeah, that that's but not good. <laughs> but but I really feel like uh, we will be able to um, uh, get a contestant to do it. We was trying to do it before Valentine, but uh, what we're looking at because I have someone that someone else besides that a person that is looking at doing it, but they said they need a little bit of time to do it. Um, um, they said they, um, they definitely want to do it. So it's good. 
uh, Julian said, I talk with some of these conspiracy theories, people on live stream, and it's not not easy. We've had some to call in. We have them to call in, and um, they will talk to us in the chat. Before the election, we used to have a lot of Trump supporters on the show. The other night, we finally had one to show up at the end of the show. But um, <clears throat> we have one to call in, and after the ride that happened up in, um, was it Seattle? When the person was shot? Um, one of those shows. But either way, um, guy called in, and he kept trying to do the conspiracy thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. And he he have like a, a thing he do on YouTube or something. I'm like, look, dude, you have to remember you on my show, not on your show. I'm I'm driving this driving this uh this bus. You gotta you're not gonna out talk me on my show. So after he got off the phone, he put all type of stuff in the chat. I say, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So um, but. Other than that, we have a couple of more stories we're going to run through real quick because um, we have a busy day tomorrow. Uh, we both do. Um, this is um, for uh, you, Radio. I know we talk about a lot of stuff in uh, Polk County, but Polk County Sheriff Office don't play. They do not play at all. Um, they actually... Um, arrested two of their own. Um, one is the fire chief, a captain. Uh, hold on, my computer doing something else. Um, I don't want to do that. So, um, oh, wow. I just seen another story. We might hit on this one, too. Um, so a Polk County fire rescue captain was arrested on Wednesday after deputies saying he pressured a paramedic to help him steal three doses of the coronavirus vaccine for his elderly mother. Um, Captain Anthony Domino, 55, turned himself in to Polk County Jail, where he was booked on a felony charge of official misconduct and misdemeanor theft charge, according to Polk County Sheriff's Office. Um, now, along with the Joshua Cullen, um, who was honored by his department as a paramedic of the year two weeks ago, was arrested Monday after he was accused of helping the Mino steal the mothering vaccine and covering up the theft with fabrication paperwork. Um, so basically from from what I seen in the in the uh, press conference in the um, the press conference they did like like um, the sheriff officer said he said look we have to police ourselves we have to hold ourselves accountable and what they've done uh it's wrong and they they both were being charged now the the fire captain had caught a flight to vegas to go pick up an rv 
and he was driving it back to to uh, Florida. Now the problem is they stole this. Um, um, they stole this um, that scene because the fire captain asked uh, Joshua. He was like, "Hey, can you?" Can I get a couple of doses of those? He told him he couldn't do it. But what Joshua decided to do was put him in a special bag with the syringe in the in the in the vaccine, put it in a special freezer. He walked out the room while the captain is in there. He come back, it's gone. He should have reported it then. He didn't. Instead, he falsified names. Now, he has to give an account for every vaccine that is given out. And this the bad part about it. When that captain flew to Vegas, he left his car at a friend's house. Guess where the vaccine was? In the car. So the vaccine was no good anyway once he left it in the car. And so that's three lives that possibly could have been saved for this vaccine. Now, these are not the only two that have done this. I believe it was a, a uh, doctor in Houston that did the same thing a couple of weeks ago, took some vials of vaccine to use for his family members. And they questioned uh, the captain mother, she said, no, I haven't got the vaccine. He said he was going to, he was working on getting me some. So we have to hold people accountable for stuff like this. Um, so it's, it's definitely something we have to do. I don't care who it is. Um, you do wrong. You need to do the time. That's all to it. Um, uh, I tried to ask them questions that point them in a direction that would give rise to them, question what it is they believe. I, When I talk to them, I'm like this. I'm fair with everybody. I don't care who you are, what you believe. I'm going to ask straight up questions. And if you cannot give me a straight up answer, you're losing me because I don't have time to play games. We on here for a short, limited time, and I'm not going to spend a long time dealing with you. Uh, radio said trying to jump the line for COVID vaccine didn't take long for people to start doing that. Exactly, and I know Pfizer on CEO. He said he didn't want to. He didn't want to cut in line to take it, but he haven't taken the vaccine uh, back then. So. Um, so it's definitely um, something to look up to. And and I'm going to add something. Oh, shoot, I closed this story. And I said it was something else I was going to say because I seen something else that came up on that, um, on that particular site I was on. But why they was uh, in, in radio, I know we talked about it the other day. They just arrested the guy. Um, when the guys was killed, the guy with auto felony that killed that you know, friends and um, 
Polk County, Florida. Um, but one of the guys, I think it was the youngest guy, his parents had put some um, some um, solar year lights on his grave site. So they go out there, uh, the solar year lights was gone. So while they was doing, they like, wait a minute, where the solar year lights go? So they decided to, um, uh, decided to um, uh, put a camera there, like a duck camera, uh, not a duck, a deer camera uh, for hunting and stuff. So they put one there and when the motion hit, they end up getting footage. Well, this guy came back after they put new lights and he stole those off. So when they arrest him, they found the lights, asked him why did he do it. He said, oh, I just thought they was cute. So now he's in jail, which he should be. Uh, there was some rich people who took a private jet to Northwest Terrace and got vac- vaccinated. That was meant for first national people. I'm not. Su- I'm not surprised. I'm. I'm not. Nothing surprised me anymore. Um, we talk about. Uh, domestic violence all the time on the show. Um, this next story is crazy. If you or someone you know that are dealing with domestic violence, please get help. Get help. Um, Chad Wheeler, charged with felony assault of domestic attack on his girlfriend. Now, he's a NFL player, well, was a NFL player for the Seattle Seahawks. And an offensive lineman, so you know he's a pretty good-sized dude. And his girlfriend, younger, uh, younger, and she said he choked her out. Choked her out. I mean, from the pictures, it looked like he did more than that. He, like, beat her all upside of head. Yeah. Like, turn style. I'm going to break something down to some people. And this goes with the dating game, too. We all want to live a comfortable life. We all want to uh, be able to be stress-free from finances, which is nothing wrong with that. But please... Just because a person have a little bit of money, you also need to see how they're going to treat you. Because here it is, this man played in the NFL. And he choked this young lady out. When she came through, he made allegedly made the statement, oh, you still alive? She was able to grab her cell phone, lock herself in the bathroom, and call for help. Now, she called for help when the police got there. They witnessed him. They could hear him from the outside. They come in, and he still refused to let it go. So he was arrested. 
love is not supposed to hurt. So definitely, I don't care who you are, if you are in a situation where you are being attacked, you're worth more than that. You have to know your worth. That's for male and females. Settle, like, just to have a warm body or some comfort, like, it's not worth it. Get an extra blanket if you're cold. Get a dog if you want companionship. You know, like, don't just get into any kind of relationship just to have a body. Like, exactly. It's not worth it. I don't care. You can all by yourself. Like, you don't need anybody else dragging you down. And it's, it's, it's just not worth it. Uh, um, it's okay to be, it, you know, single, you know, just and picky. You know, just just take your time and don't rush into things just because he's famous or because it's a come up. Like, yeah, just be smart. Yeah, because some people, um, they will look at, oh, I'm with this football player. He got all this money. I, he loved me. But as soon as they get upset, don't know what might happen. And now you're in a situation, a life and death situation. So property. Like don't be treated like property or disposable, whatever. Like like you said, know your worth. Exactly. Um now I went back to that story because this apparently just came out today. Yeah, came out today. And I'm going to hit on it before we get up out of here. But it caught my eye because of the title. Um, Florida man who stole nearly $2 million in coronavirus relief funds face up to 20 years, prosecutors say. Stole for $2 million. I thought you said 20. <laughs> no, not 20. Um, a, a Florida man faced up to 20 years in prison for making up a fake business. See, some of these folks trying to get this PPE loan made up a fake business to steal coronavirus relief fund. Federal prosecutors said Wednesday. Keith Nicola, 48 of Dade County, Dade City agreed to forfeit over 1.9 million. A 2020 Mercedes, a 2020 Ford F-250, a property in Pasco County, and more. He pled guilty to conspiracy to laundering the stolen money, according to U.S. Attorney Office in Tampa. Nicholas pled guilty. Uh, Nicholas plea agreement say that in May, he and others stole more than 1.9 million from the Paycheck Protection Program meant to help struggling business owners stay afloat. In a fraudulent application, he claimed he employed 69 people in a strap metal business. He had to cover a payroll of over 760000 every month. In fact, the business had no employees, and the address was actually Nicola Cone. He was going to get caught. 
that people got to realize they're going to check this stuff. Don't do it. It ain't worth it. It might be good for a while, but when they come come kicking your door in, you know why. Um, so, uh, um, so I'm like, hey, it's not worth it. Um, but I'm like, you cracked it up with get a dog. I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's best to have a dog than than to be punching bag because it's not worth it. And punching bag is not worth it. Um, too many people have lost their lives, and I'm talking about for male and females because males are getting abused too. And and it's harder for a guy to come out and speak about it for the simple fact they feel like they less than a man to hear that they woman is abusing them. So it's okay to speak up. I mean, because, you know, they Wait be, minute, I, didn't, I didn't catch what you said. It could be same sex couples too. It, you know, it knows, you know, abuse is everywhere. So it's just like, again, know your worth and don't settle. I know growing up, growing up, um, that's when wrestling was real strong here in uh dallas and um, we lived in these apartment house seven notes they shut down whatever they are now but um um so on saturday night this couple same sex couple on saturday night we did not know if we wanted to watch the wrestling on tv or watch them outside fighting they both was entertaining because the thing is, the next day, this couple was back a loving couple. Like nothing happened, even though even though um, his arm was in a, a cast, it was like nothing happened. I'm like, y'all got to be crazy. So uh, it doesn't matter whatever type of relationship you're in, abuse is never good. It's never good if you know someone being abused. If they're afraid to um, get help, get help for them. Yeah, they might be upset at you, but they would appreciate it in the long run. Um, and don't be afraid to um, to report it. So, but other than that, Miss Risky, I know you had some news to come up last week. Um, how's things going with you and your writing? I mean, we're doing some things. I mean, once I have something to announce, I'll announce it. Okay. Get started. Okay, cool. <laughs> Working on a new project. We'll see how that goes. Well, that's good. It's going to be a minute. It's probably won't, uh, won't see anything until like spring or something. Okay. Well, um, the writing is still going. I need to start back, you know. Matter of fact, um, we're gonna have a author on pretty good, pretty soon. Uh, she sent me a book to read, and um, I was like, "Well, I sent her a message the other day. I said, look, I need to have my highlighter while I'm reading.'" And so it's a pretty interesting book. She will be on in a couple of weeks. Um, tell the people where they can find you. Um, I'm everywhere on Instagram, R S K E E 
Um, I'm on Facebook, all the platforms. Uh, RiskyBooks.com is where you can see my works. Hopefully I'll be adding to that list and uh, something, uh, uh, changing it up and uh, going in a different direction with my writing. So we'll see if we can make something happen. So. That's good. That's good. Risky. Yeah, R-S-K-E-E. You can find it at riskybooks.com. Um, also, Amazon to find it. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, every online medium or platform. And um, and also, um, uh, you can follow me on all social media. Um, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I'm, I'm on those mostly, but Instagram is probably the best way to find me. Even on Twitter, I'm on there too. Um, but you can definitely follow me on all those platforms to know what's going on. And, um, I know I mentioned, I guess a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It'll be two weeks ago tomorrow. I said I was going to have some news for y'all, but tomorrow I will be having my shoulder surgery tomorrow. So I will be here Sunday as long as the Lord tell me. Everything is good. I will be here Sunday. Might be a little fuzzy, but I will be here um, as long as everything go right. So um, other than that, um, just shoot a prayer up for me. Um, if you know me, you know I get nervous when it comes down to surgeries, but I feel comfortable with this doctor, and um, I think everything will be okay. So, um, so I won't be on social media for at least a day or two. So um, I definitely, other than that, just um, keep me lifted up in your prayers and we'll get through this and be back Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Until then, love each and every one of you. Peace.